definitely human. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Spoken Logbook of Cornelia Cavendish. Entry 11 on health foods. Since moving into the Webster Hotel in Chicago's Lincoln Park two weeks ago, I have been assaulted at all hours of the night by the shrieking and wailing of trumpets. In the ballroom on the ground floor, a man named Jelly Roll Morton and his equally dissolute friends play so-called jazz music, heedless of all notions of decency. It has put quite the strain on my mental state and goes some way to explaining my intemperate conduct at the hotel breakfasts. Every morning I come down to the dining room, charging myself with courage to face whatever abomination they are serving from whatever deranged imagination they have on staff. So far I've had to endure their buffet of codfish cakes, fruit cocktails, fried bacon and eggs, and other frivolities. Where is the gruel? I'd asked on my first morning. A breakfast must steal the body for a day of strife and endeavour. There must be gruel. I'm sorry, ma'am, replied the vapid concierge. This is a hotel, not a convent. And so what? I retorted. Gruel maketh the woman. I raised my daughter on healthy, life-giving gruel, and she has turned out better than any of your American flappers. But they would not listen to reason. After a fortnight of their ridiculous meals, however, I had somewhat made my peace with the food, if not the music. So, on Monday morning, I came down to breakfast pessimistic. But what should I find near the buffet but a stack of cardboard boxes with the words grape nuts on them? A chiseled man in his fifties wearing a grey suit was arguing animatedly with the concierge. Their quarrel appeared to be decelerating, so I joined the fray. Sir, what are these? I asked. His piercing blue eyes turned towards me. Ah, ma'am, you have made a wise choice eating great nuts over the nonsense this hotel is feeding you, he said. The concierge turned up her nose with a harumph and stormed off, mumbling about finding the manager. Yes, I said, their breakfasts are rather silly, aren't they? Yes, indeed. You look like a woman of intelligence. Now, take a look at these great nuts. This is not just a breakfast, ma'am. It's a health food. What did you say your name was? Cornelia Cavendish, Mr. Arnold. George Arnold. You remind me of a man I met on a train some months ago. He was selling salt crystals that gave a fruit juice flavor to water. Ah, well, that sounds fascinating. You must introduce me to him. Yes. So, you say these grape nuts are a health food? 
Oh, indeed. You see, mental dullness comes from imperfectly nourished brains. Grape nuts is made from whole wheat and barley, so it's properly digested, and it contains the phosphate of potash grown in the grains for rebuilding brains and nerves. It's the best brain food out there. It's all here in this pamphlet. I see. You Americans do love your pamphlets, but I notice it says here that Grape Nuts steadies a man, with a picture of one of your cardboard boxes restraining a suited gentleman. I'm not sure this is for me. Nonsense, nonsense. That's just advertising. It doesn't mean anything. I'll let you in on a secret. There aren't even any grapes or nuts in this thing. Ooh. Tell you what, why don't you try some out? And if you don't feel healthier and brainier by tomorrow, I'll give you your money back. He grinned a luminous smile at me, and its genuine warmth filled me with a fondness for him. Very well, I will, I said. Excellent, and I'll be right back here tomorrow, Mrs. Cavendish. Please, call me Cornelia. I ate grape nuts for all three meals that day and perused the leaflet George had given me. It was a cereal taken with cream, much like those we have at home in England, but the processed grains were bolstered by grape additives, giving it a sweet and pleasant flavour. How clever, I thought, to combine the hardy, toughening sternness of grain with the American love of sweets and visual allure. The next morning I bounded down to breakfast full of grape nuts energy and looked for my new friend. I saw him as I crossed the lobby. Ah, George, there you are, I cried. I've come for more grape nuts. I've been eating them all day yesterday, you know, and I feel like a new woman. Ah, and you look better too. Why, your hair is glossy and your gums are pink. You don't look a day over 50, Cornelia. You're the very model of vitality. Oh, you're too kind, George, and my mind has never felt sharper. Your husband will be very impressed, I'm sure. Oh, if only he could be, I said. Alas, I am a widow. My husband died almost 40 years ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. But do you not have anyone else? I have never taken another lover, no. I have lived for my daughter, Joy, but she is an adult now and she does not need my help anymore. Well, I'm sure with your new great nuts glamour, companionship can't be far behind. A woman as charming and radiant as you should be as popular as Lillian Gish. Oh my! I do not know who that is, but you are very kind, George. I don't suppose you would care to join me at the theatre today? Cornelia, I would love to, but I'm afraid I have a prior engagement today. Oh, I said. No matter. Perhaps some other time. Absolutely, he said. We'll make it out there soon, Cornelia. I'll see you tomorrow for more grape nuts, though. Of course, George. I look forward to it. I ate my grape nuts breakfast and walked out into the Chicago sun. The Goodman Theatre was bustling due to their new production of Ibsen's The Wild Duck. Families and couples were enjoying themselves, laughing and sharing their delight, and suddenly I felt very alone. It didn't seem attractive to me to go in by myself, so I turned away and walked back to Lincoln Park. The spring air filled me with thoughts of the past and of romance, and I remembered walking by the Serpentine in Hyde Park with my dear Brendel so long ago. As I strolled under the shade of the trees half a world away from home now, I felt his absence beside me, and I grieved again for the life we should have had. But over there, suddenly, I caught sight of my friend George. He was talking to another grey-suited man, a friend or colleague. I snuck up behind him to delight him with my surprise presence, and I overheard him speak. It's all taking off, Brian. Sales have been down over by the Haymarket Square, but there's this old bat of a Webster Hotel who's buying enough boxes to make up for it. 
I think she likes me too. I can probably spin her out for at least a couple hundred bucks. I could not believe it. I wish I could have had the courage and pride to say something to him then, but somehow the words would not surface. He was right, I thought. Of course he was. I'm just an old bat, an old foolish bat who allowed herself to mistake attention for affection, who could not admit her loneliness to herself even while she was being duped. Grape nuts indeed, they don't even have any grapes or nuts in them. I walked back to my hotel in a distraught state. Since then, I have not been able to face the Webster Hotel's dining room and the hidden, mocking contempt of the guests and staff there. I feel alone, and I miss joy. I miss Dorothy's cooking and even Sebastian's coarse, roaring laugh. How could I have thought I would do better alone? And what is all the enlightenment in the world worth if I cannot share it? I think I will return to Dorothy's house, if they will have me back. I do not want to investigate health foods anymore. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.